Mr. Bill O'Reilly, today is the day that we're going to either see this thing pretty much wrap up or drag on for another couple of weeks. What is your take on what the Senate is going to do today when they vote on witnesses? Well, first of all, I'm sitting here by the pool in South Florida. Shut up. Um, yeah. Shut up. Some and, of us work for uh, a living. I know that. Yeah. Uh, but some of the some of us are so intelligent that we can <laughs> figure out ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, I think it's a uh, fait accompli uh, to use a Latin phrase um, <laughs> that uh, the Republicans will say no, no mas. You know, a Roberto Duran verdict is on the horizon. No mas, and. Uh, McConnell, a pretty shrewd dude. I love that dude thing. Um, and he and Alexander are very close friends. And he basically leaned on old Lamar and said, look, you all know this is how this is going to turn out. Why put the party in the country through this for another week or two? And Lamar said, all right. And um, that leaves Romney and Collins and Murkowski. I think the deal has been struck with Murkowski uh, that she is going to vote against witnesses. Uh, McConnell had a 20-minute private meeting with her. That's unheard of for him. He never does that. And I'm sure she acceded to his wishes because she wants to keep her seat in Alaska. Collins, they don't have any control over her. It means an interesting place. But now the question is, do you two Republicans want to go against all the others and, and be pariahs in the party? And I'm probably going to predict no. It, it'll be a sweep. Romney. uh, Romney. I don't think Romney. You know, Romney's a shrewd guy. Um, Is he? Is that why he's upside down in the uh, in his polls in in Utah? Yeah, I did. I did that on BillOReilly.com this week. Yeah. Romney hates Trump so much that that's why he's doing it. But now I think you back off. Hmm. Well, I would be uh, that would I would find that interesting. So. You think that it could just go down the party lines. Is there anyone yeah. on the Democrat side that is going to say, no, let's just move on? You know, Manchin would if it were close. But if, if all the Dems know it's, uh, you know, going to go the Republicans way, does Manchin want to buck Schumer? So, you know, these are all personal relationships, lots of implied threats. Um, Pelosi does it all the time and Schumer does it. So I don't know what, what kind of heat they're putting on, but Manchin doesn't want this. So he's one. Uh, I, I don't think, um, what's her name out in California? Um, Feinstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't want this. Uh, although, I, you know, it's hard for her to stay awake during the proceedings. Yeah. She's 80, 88 years old. Um, so, you know, so- I'm not worried in the sense that I think it's going to end. And then um, it'll be in, the real story now is what is President Trump going to do with it? OK, wait, 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 wait. Before we okay. get to that, I want to ask you a couple of All other right. questions. Sure. I think legally and for the for the president's um, uh, case, the best thing to do is when you've won the case, move on, shut it down. Now, let me talk to you about politically. Politically, you are leaving. Uh, it's it's like when you don't finish your antibiotics. You know, they say, make sure you take the whole 12 days, even though in a few days you're going to feel better. Don't save the rest. 
because you're, that bug is going to come back because the only the bugs you feel better, but the bugs that resisted a little bit of this that you could kill just by finishing the whole flight are going to come back and bite you in the butt. Um, and that's why they say finish your antibiotics. And I feel like this is finish the antibiotics. John Bolton doesn't have anything that is impeachable. John Bolton is not going to come in and say, yeah, the whole thing, you know, Democrats were right. He just is not going to say that because he doesn't have that. He's got a book that's coming out. The Democrats are going to immediately say this whole thing was a sham. They wouldn't even listen to it. Uh, and, and John Bolton had all the secrets. So when his book comes out, he will be able to go from media place to media place, media place. And they're not going to push back because they want his story to be worse than it actually is. If you see the transcripts of his book, it's, it, there's nothing there. But they will make it into something and they will use this against Trump and against the GOP saying, see, look how unfair they were. They just swept this whole thing under the rug. It politically speaking, isn't it better to say, bring John Bolton on, bring him on. And you know what? Do the whistleblower too, and spend another week just on that. That's the longest question in the history of Western civilization. <laughs> I'll go back on the antibiotics. Can I, can I take all my pills? <laughs> okay. All right. Um, no. They, it isn't worth dragging it out. Why? Because it's ha- harmful to the country, debilitating uh, to we the people, and uh, the Republicans believe they're way ahead now in the court of public opinion. So they don't need to be more ahead. They're way ahead. Um, so they want to get rid of it, and they will. Now, as for Bolton. Trump is uh, is pretty predictable. I mean, I always go back to the United States of Trump, the best mm-hmm. book ever written about the president, but very predictable guy. Next to the Bible. So while, best some people, while some people would say, yeah, I'm going to leave it alone and I'm not going to, you know, I won and I'm going to declare victory and walk away. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to you know, run around um, the country at rallies and throw this right back in the Democrats' face. Now, John Bolton is going to have problems going forward. Number one, they're going to hold his book up. And they're going to hold it up as long as they can possibly hold it up because there's national security stuff, top secret stuff in the book, according to the National Security Council. So you're going to hold Simon Schuster thought it was being cute by linking all this to the New York Times. Now Simon Schuster's, yeah, they, everybody knows about the book, but it might not come out for a few months. Mm-hmm. And they don't want that. The second thing is that Bolton, it's going to be harder for him to go on The View and to go on Morning Joe and all of these real far-left programs because they despise him. Yes. And, and they, but and, not and as much. Uh, not as Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Still, without the book in, in print, he doesn't do them a lot of good because it's a one-trick pony. Yeah, he wanted uh, to hold up aid so to get dirt on Trump. What else is there? There's nothing else. That's the accusation. So I don't see this really going on much longer in the impeachment realm. I don't see Ukraine going on much longer. Although it'll be fascinating to see how Trump weaves it in to 
I'm the greatest guy, the Democrats are going to hurt you, which is going to be his campaign theme. All right. So let's go into the uh, what is happening next today. They're going to vote on it. Uh, then if they say no to uh, witnesses, then they will move to acquit, uh, I would imagine. Uh, and yep. then we have Iowa on Monday. Then we have the State of the Union on Tuesday, which is this man standing in that chamber talking to those people. It should be wildly entertaining uh, to say the least. We'll come back with Bill O'Reilly in one minute. Stand by. Uh, I've been telling you about the X chair for a while. It's just the best office chair I've ever sat in. So, Bill, break down the break down what happens from here. Assuming that they vote uh, to uh, have no more witnesses, then what happens from there? I would assume that vote will be on Monday. Um, the witness vote? Would, yeah. Okay. Uh, no. No. The witness vote will be today. Today, right. And yeah, then and then they'll uh, vote to, to acquit on Monday. That's what I think will happen because they're tired and cranky and they want to watch the Super Bowl stuff and all of that. But I could be wrong on a timeline. Um, but the conclusion is no witnesses, not guilty. Let's go into the campaign. And it's also because everybody's tired and cranky after the Super Bowl. It is also the uh, the day of the Iowa election. It has yeah, less Republicans impact. Want to, Republicans want to obscure that. So that's why I think McConnell will call the vote to acquit on Monday to obscure the Iowa vote. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, that's that's what they do. Both parties do it. Yeah. Um, so, you and know, how do you see the how do you see the vote coming down in Iowa? No, no, no. The uh, vote to acquit. Oh, oh, you know, I don't think any Republicans will vote to convict him. Right. So that's uh, 53, maybe Manchin and maybe one or two others that come over, maybe. So let's say 54 to 46. To Bill, acquit. You are a historian. So put yeah. yourself out 50 years from now. How is this going mm-hmm. to be remembered? It won't be. It'll be like Andrew Johnson. Nobody remembers what happened there or why it happened. Um, it's not going to be remembered because the definition of Donald Trump, the president, will come in his second term. And if he wins a second term, everything changes as far as Trump in history. If he gets beaten, um, then Trump will be a very he'll it'll be a failed presidency. The historians go, oh well, he he didn't you know he might have done good for the economy, but he wasn't you know um, astute enough to win re-election, and he had all this on his sheet, so he's really not a good president. That's what's going to happen. But if he wins again, then Trump's got and and he can take back the the house. That's the big thing. Um, then Trump's got a clear playing field for four years, and there's going to be a lot of payback. Believe me, Trump doesn't forget, and, and that's why it's going to be interesting to see in the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. Is he going to go into full campaign mode in the State of the Union? I think he's he will. I do too. I think he's going to use that in full campaign mode. I think he. And, I think he wants this. 
to uh, to be acqu- he wants to be acquitted by Monday. So Tuesday, every eye is on him addressing those people, and I think you he's bet. gonna he will use well, it to his advantage. McConnell's gonna tell him, look. I'm going to do what you want because McConnell has, has done exactly what Donald Trump has wanted. All right. I'm going to do what you want. I'm going to fast track this. We're going to get this done. And then you got the floor on Tuesday night and the whole world's going to be watching you be a little presidential, please. <laughs> you know, Nancy Pelosi is going to be sitting behind you. Don't hit her with a pie. All right. Don't go na 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 na. Don't do that. McConnell will tell him that. You are and, you are the guy who can tell the truth about the president, uh, and the only one that I know that still can be a friend of his. Um, I mean, you say things that are far more critical of the president that, I mean, I get in trouble anytime I say anything. You can say, yeah, you know, and you don't seem to get in trouble for it. So tell me the odds, Bill O'Reilly, of Donald Trump understanding, please be at least a little presidential in the way that the rest of the world would understand that and the odds of him doing it. All right. To answer that question, you have to understand who is going to write the speech. And that is going to be a man named Stephen Miller. Miller is trusted by Trump, one of the few people on the face of the earth. Trump trusts Miller. Miller is very smart. Miller will side with McConnell and say to him, Mr. President, sir, you can use this as a campaign thing. We know that that is going to be something that you will do no matter what, because you're not going to be able to stop that. But let's keep the gloating Word of the day, G-L-O-A-T-I-N-G, to a minimum. I don't know if he can do it. I don't know if he's capable. I think he can do it. Okay. I think he can do it. All right. All right? Okay. Because, remember, Miller is going to write the words on the page. Now, Trump, he's not um, Warren Harding. I mean, he's not going to read what's written for him. Mm-hmm. Trump goes in and Trump changes um, what he wants to change. All right, he's like Reagan. That's what Reagan did. But he um, also, but and, he also, he also doesn't even change it. There are times when he's reading his script, and he's like, he'll ad lib. Yeah, yeah. But not at the State of the Union. Okay. He he doesn't do that at the State of the Union. He's already given, all right, three addresses. This will be the fourth, and he hasn't done that in the State of the Union. He stayed on script. Because he understands the formality of it. There's a formality where there isn't in his rally. So his rallies, that's entertainment. People are going there to be entertained. They want him to throw a pie at Nancy Pelosi if she would ever be at the rally, which she wouldn't. Um, But in the State of the Union, even his most ardent supporters are hoping that he bring some decorum to his remarks. Now, that doesn't mean he does, he can't slam the opposition. I would. I'd get up there and say, hey, this election is the most important in our lifetimes. You may not like me. I'd use those words. But do you want them? And then he'll get booed 
Mm-hmm. So the Democrats in the State of the Union will boo that. Mm-hmm. And then I would look, because you've got to anticipate that will happen. And I say, you can boo all you want, but your socialistic policies would wreck this economy. And especially, especially and if— And then the Republicans—wait, you say that, and then the Republicans go, oh, yay, yay! Okay? So Miller knows all this. Miller, you know, he's so smart, and nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows who he is. But he knows all this, and he'll explain it to Trump. And I think Trump will go by the McConnell-Miller nexus, the guidance that they provide. Of course, I could be wrong, but I can't remember the last time I was. Please remind me if you guys <laughs> We have our research team working on it now, Bill. Okay. Yeah, so right. there's 10 people working around the clock. So far, we haven't overturned. We haven't, we haven't found a single thing under a rock. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> And we appreciate that. Um, I I will tell you that uh, just speaking as a human, I think it would be really hard not to gloat. Um, And he's a good gloater as it is. But it'd be really hard not to gloat. He's gone through this now for four years. They have thrown everything at him. Yeah. He has plenty of other ways to do it. Yep. Uh, All right. And this comes, of course right the day after monday is the iowa primaries so the caucus happens on monday we'll go there next we're with bill o'reilly it's friday america we're glad you're here it's the glenn beck program uh bill before we go to iowa there's a new report that shows the evening news spin on the impeachment hearings, they looked at all of the evening news programs. They found their news 100% negative on Donald Trump's defense, 95% positive for Democrats. Absolutely humanly impossible. Impossible <laughs> if you're trying to be at all fair. But they're not. Yes, right. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Right. I did the story uh, last night on the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com. And I basically looked at the audience. I said, I'm sorry to bore you because I know you know this already, that if you watch uh, an American television news network for news, you're not going to get the news anymore. That's not what they're in business to do. They're in business to promote an ideology, number one, and number two, to elect candidates that back up what ideology they want. That's what the industry is now. So now, with and, but with that being said, there was an, another yeah. poll taken by people who read, uh, or of people who read the New York Times. People who yeah. read the New York Times, when they heard the New York Times endorse Elizabeth Warren and Klobuchar, the people yeah. who read the paper... Five percent of those people moved to Joe Biden. Okay, so even their own readership is like, oh, I don't trust these people. Is that accurate to say? What would you take from that? I think so. I, I listen. I think that Americans, no matter how nutty they may be politically on both the right and the left. All right. Essentially want an honest presentation. Correct. I, I mean, I think 90 percent of them want honesty, even if they don't like to hear it. All right. Even if they, that's why I have been so successful and, and all the research on me shows that. So you may not like me. 
All right. And I understand that. But you'll get a fair play when you listen to me analyze the news. So As you just said, if Trump, Trump does some dopey, I'm going to tell you. But what, what has happened now in America is a lot of people don't seek the truth anymore. They don't care about it. Um, they want an outcome. All right. So the Me Too people want males to be crushed. That's the outcome they want. They don't want fairness, not looking for facts. And that's what you're getting in politics. So the outcome that the left wants is Trump out of office. How you get him out of office doesn't really matter to them. But the declining audiences at Network News have to be. I mean, look at CBS Evening News. My God, it's a collapse. And CNN, collapse. So, you know, that's the reality in the country we live in right now. All right. You're still standing that... Joe Biden is going to take the caucus. Now you're distorting me. Well, that's right? what I do. I'm part of the mainstream media now. I'm, yeah. you know, right. you're now a guy you're by the pool. I'm, you know, I'm if, here if to distort. Again, yeah, if you do it again, I'm taking your cowboy boots away. <laughs> All right. Now, I said Biden's going to win the nomination, but I have been steadfast in saying I was so crazy that nobody can predict it. Yeah. And here's why it's so crazy. 150,000 people vote out of a state of about three and a half million. Okay. The 150,000 who vote, they don't go to the polls back. They go to a little schoolhouse or a little VFW hall or whatever it may be, and they stand around. And they go, I like Biden. No, I like Bernie. No, I like Buttigieg. And then at the end of an hour, they say, okay, let's write this down who you want. Very informal, very undisciplined, and only the real true believers participate, not the folks. And, it was, and this is on the right, too. Remember, Ted Cruz won the Iowa caucus last right, time around. Right. Which, what was, what's really interesting is it's not all like that. Some, I, I went to a couple of uh, high schools for the caucus, and they would have the, you know— for instance, next Monday, they'll have the Bernie people here. They'll have the Elizabeth Warren people in this room and you can go listen to them and they're they're bargaining for your vote. And they'll say, look, yeah. Warren doesn't have a chance. I know you really like Warren, but she doesn't have a chance. Throw in with Bernie because he yep. could take this and then you'll get your socialist utopia. And so it's it's not going in and making a personal decision. It is it is the party very, very active um, going in and the ones who make the most compelling strategic argument, I think, are the ones that usually come out. Yeah, but there's a lot of ideology involved in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, if I had to put money down now on the Iowa caucus, um, I would say Sanders wins. And mm-hmm. Biden does pretty well. Biden's running around a little bus. Um, am I in Iowa or I am in, is this Nebraska? Right. <laughs> he goes in the bus. He's yelling at people out the window. And Buttigieg is running around, too. Remember that um, Bernie and Warren and Klobuchar, they've been uh, holed up in the Senate. They couldn't get to Iowa. And uh, meantime, little Pete is knocking on your door. He's sliding down your chimney. Um, he's a charming guy. 
So he'll do okay. So I would say it's Sanders, Biden, Judge, one, two, three. Which makes the State of the Union address even easier when he, because Trump could make this about capitalism versus socialism. I think Trump will go light on the individuals yes. and heavy on the ideology. Yeah, like I just said, you yeah. may not like me, but do you want these people taking the station wagon out of your garage? Because that's what they're going to do. Uh, they're going to take all your stuff. They want to run your life in every way, shape, and form. And he'll hit the guns. He'll hit uh, a whole bunch of stuff in the State of the Union. All right? I'm pro-life. I'm pro-Second Amendment. I'm this. I'm that. And look at these other people. Um, they're going to take everything you have. All right? Everything you have. And he'd be foolish, Trump not use the State of the Union to draw that contract. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meantime, Bernie gets Iowa, and then he zips into New Hampshire the next week, where Mm -hmm. he's a favorite son. Yeah. All right? So Warren's campaign has collapsed. A lot of her people come over to Bernie, and then it'll look bad for Biden. And believe me, all the cable TV left-wing journalists will scream, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. Okay? Because they don't want Biden. They, they think Biden is going to not make it to the finish line where they Podesta and the wise guys in the Democratic Party. They don't want Bernie Sanders at all. But the media favors Sanders over Biden. And if if Sanders wins Iowa and New Hampshire, which he almost certainly is going to, and then he wins in Nevada, where he's performing pretty well, he's got pretty serious momentum by the time you get to south carolina can anybody stop him if he wins those first three? Oh yeah you think so number one i don't think i don't think he's going to win nevada i think Mm. the biden people are Mm. going to really throw a lot of stuff into nevada and the unions unions are are very strong yeah right they're gonna go with biden but so Um, is pot and then (laughs) biden will wipe out uh bernie in uh south carolina because african-americans are a big part of that electorate on the Democratic side. Correct. And they don't like Bernie. See, Bernie doesn't, doesn't compute with the minority communities, Hispanics or African-Americans. Fascinating, because they don't like him. Um, and I did a big thing on Bernie, and I don't know whether you guys know it or not, but he has made millions of dollars, oh, he yeah. and his wife. Right, big right, time. Off the public dole. Yeah. He's Hunter Biden. He's uh, Jane Sanders is Hunter Biden. Yeah. Uh, Although they didn't use overseas. It was here. I'll give you one example. Jane Biden was appointed president of Burlington College. 200 students, 200 students ran the college into bankruptcy. And part of the reason was she awarded her daughter a five hundred thousand dollar woodworking contract from the college. He's got 200 students. So when do you get to the ridiculous part? (laughs) (laughs) Here's the ridiculous part. The press has ignored it. They know it because Peter Schweitzer's book outlines it. Yeah. The press has not even mentioned it. Even the conservative press, the Fox News people, haven't even mentioned it. When I did this this week on the No Spin News, all right, I got calls. What? What? How did you get that? I go, it's public record. Yeah. The guy has made $5 million. He's got three homes, and he's never had a private job. 
and they never in the private sector, not even Wendy's. They okay? don't. I don't think the left cares as long as you're making oh, they money. Don't. They don't. As long as you're making they money don't. and you're you're towing the line and telling everybody that you know there has to be somebody to oversee against all the corruption of all the other people, you're fine. That's true, but there's not enough far left nuts to put Bernie Sanders. I agree. The nomination. Ah. Got to get some moderate Democrats. Are you concerned? Are you concerned at all about Wisconsin and Bernie Sanders? His people. I mean, we've had two people exposed by Project Veritas uh, that are saying they're going to burn things down. They're going to be training. They're waiting for a revolution. They want one. The Democrats aren't going to do this to them again. Wait until we get Milwaukee. They were not fired. Uh, by the Sanders campaign, and they occupy the same position that the guy who went to Virginia to shoot all of the Republicans on the baseball diamond held. Uh, These people are serious. Nobody's paying attention to it. Uh, How do you feel Wisconsin's going to go if the Democrats are seen by those guys as maneuvering to hurt Bernie Sanders? I think Trump has a very good chance to take Wisconsin. I do, too. I think he's got it's more problematic for him in Pennsylvania. All right. But Wisconsin and Michigan, the working people, have benefited greatly from the Trump economy in both states. So I think that he's got a good shot to take those again. Why? Got a good shot why is Pennsylvania? Why is Pennsylvania a problem for him? Because if it's Biden, as I think it will be, the African-American vote that stayed home last time around, they didn't like Hillary, will come out for Biden Hmm. because Barack Obama will campaign for Biden. It's a little off topic. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. And uh, that's the difference. Okay. So Philadelphia, if African-American vote comes out big for Biden, that is going to that could put him over the top there. This is a little off topic, but before you go, I got to find out what, uh, how you feel about big gay ice cream. <laughs> Do you love it? Big gay ice cream. Oh, you haven't yeah. seen the you haven't seen the Michael Bloomberg ad where he no yeah it's his uh, it's his favorite. So I guess you've never so tried it. You got to you got to try it. He says it's the best. Well, wait a minute. So, <laughs> yeah. so Bloomberg is telling people in an ad that he likes ice cream. That no, he likes, he big, likes big gay, gay ice, cream. ice cream, and it's very very authentic. He. He, yes. he takes a spoon. He's like, hey, where's my ice cream? <laughs> Somebody hands him this uh, this container of big gay ice cream, and yeah. uh, he takes one b- bite of it, and he's like, mm, mm. big gay, it's the best ice cream ever. So I didn't know if you had <laughs> had it. Or not. You've never tried it. Huh? Never tried it. All right. Okay. This well, is a man. Why is that? Because you, you hate? Is that? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But remember, this is a man who doesn't know how to pet a dog. He missed the dog. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I was petting oh, him with dog. my tire. What? Right. All right. Uh, I, I don't know how you missed the dog's head, but he did. But anyway, he got short arms, I guess. And when, when Bloomberg was mayor of New York, I want everybody to remember, you couldn't drink Dr. Pepper. No, I know. A federal right. agent would come to your house I know. And, and confiscate your Dr. Pepper. He was counting your calories. You couldn't have a salt shaker. I mean, the guy was following you around. Get out of here. Bill O'Reilly. 
I'm really, um, next hour is jam, literally jam-packed. We have uh, a story on we're all going to die, you know, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So we're all going to die. Hey, the uh, Palestinians just don't seem to think it's reasonable to give up, uh, uh, you know, terrorism for their, their own state. Joe Lieberman is going to be joining us uh, on that. Carter Page, uh, I did an interview with him a few days ago, but I think about a week ago. He filed his first uh, lawsuit uh, yesterday because his story is unbelievable. But he is the guy that this all started with back during the campaign. It was Carter Page, the FBI, and everybody lied to the FISA court about him. And that's why all of this happened. Uh, It's a fantastic interview. Usually we release these on Saturday, but because of the news yesterday, we released it. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, you can get it uh, as well at uh, blazetv.com. Also, today is the day, 11 p.m. England time, 11 p.m. England. They are out of the European Union Daniel Hannon is expected to uh, to join us. It's a very busy day for him, but we're hoping to catch him in about 35 minutes. Stand by. You're listening to Glenn Beck.